So stay tuned. I feel, I see God's angels. I see. Yes, we got God's angels bringing us the word for Sunday worship. I see God's angels. I see God's angels marching. Oh, I see God's angels marching. Oh, I hear God's angels shouting. So let's get prayed up and hear the word from my special feature preacher, Hear ye the word. Wednesday, which was just over a week ago on March 2nd. Since the early church Christians have always observed a period of fasting and penance leading up to the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Lent is a 40-day period of preparation. We know the significance of the number 40 in the Bible. It denotes a period of testing, a time of trial, or an occasion for purification. In the book of Genesis, in the days of Noah, we see that rain and the flood waters covered the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, cleansing it to begin anew. Recall too that in the book of Exodus, Moses remained on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights as God gave him the tablets of the Ten Commandments to initiate the covenant with his people. Forty is also the number of years that the Israelites wandered through the desert in their exodus out of Egypt. Their fidelity to the Lord was tried. They were tempted and their resolve tested. But eventually they entered the promised land. This was also a time of grace and favor for the Israelites, where our Lord revealed himself to them. He showed his kindness and mercy by feeding them with manna from heaven and giving them water to drink from the rock. In the New Testament, the number 40 appears in the life of Christ. As recounted in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus himself, immediately after his baptism in the Jordan River, was sent in the power of the Spirit into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights 
entering his own period of testing and temptation by Satan. Every year and with every Lent, we have the blessed opportunity to insert ourselves into this unfolding of salvation history with our own period of testing, our own battle of spiritual struggle. Every Lent, we are invited to enter into the mystery of Christ's life by going to the desert with him in that place of temptation, trial, testing, and more importantly, of grace, favor, and victory over sin and Satan. We know that physical deserts can be harsh environments. They are desolate, hot, and barren, with scarce resources for survival. Deserts can also be spiritual when we are stripped of the consolations of the spirit and find ourselves to be in an apparent isolation from God. In these moments, we experience a spiritual dryness or distance from the Father. Anytime we enter into these spiritual deserts, we know from the experience of the Israelites and Jesus himself that being in the desert always has a divine purpose. Whatever circumstance for these deserts in our lives, God draws us closer to himself. He strengthens our identity as his beloved daughters and sons and sends us forward renewed in our purpose in life. It is in the desert where we confront the reality of who we are and where we stand before God. Yes. Lent provides us the time to pause, reflect, and evaluate our relationship with God. During Lent, we can take a hard look at those areas in our lives that pull us away from God. It could be bad habits or harmful behaviors, cynicism or negative ways of thinking, destructive relationships, even past hurts or wounds that need healing. Mm. Lent is the time for us to acknowledge any personal shortcomings or failings that cause us to stray or drift in our spiritual lives. It is during Lent that we recognize what we need to do with God's grace to return to him. Yes. We may be surprised at what we might uncover, yes. perhaps because we have not fully confronted these things in ourselves before. Yes. However, this must not be our reason to recoil. In fact, even Jesus himself had to confront obstacles in the desert. In Mark's gospel, when Jesus goes into the desert, it is said that he was with the wild beasts. But immediately afterwards, it also says that the angels ministered to him. We can be assured of God's closeness and his help as we journey through the desert, facing whatever we may find. Yes. Why do we go into the desert? Ultimately, because God wants our hearts. Yes. He wants to purify them, cleanse them, strengthen them, and recreate them. The second chapter of the book of the prophet Joel is read in our Catholic Mass every Ash Wednesday. Joel captures well the spirit in which each of us should approach this Lenten season. The prophet proclaims, even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, 
with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. Yes. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Yes. Perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing. Yes. The prophet Joel encourages us to return to the Lord with our whole heart. So often we do things half-heartedly. Oh, yes. Joel urges us to approach the Lord as we are with our difficulties, our weaknesses, our sins, yes. all that we are. Joel reminds us that God is kind and merciful to his children who sincerely seek repentance, forgiveness, and healing. Yes. The consolation of this turning wholeheartedly to God turns into God's blessing for us. Yes. Each of us is made for God in his image and likeness. So our hearts can only be fulfilled in him. St. Augustine of Hippo, the fourth century African bishop, once wrote, our hearts are restless yes. until they rest in you. St. Augustine tapped into a universal truth that is at the core of the Christian faith and of the human person, that we belong to God, yes. that we are made for him, oh, yes. and that nothing else in this world will satisfy us except him. St. Augustine, before his conversion to Christianity, was searching for a truth to live by. Yes. He looked everywhere for it in pagan philosophies, in physical pleasure, in all the excesses that the world had to offer. But he still remained empty and unfulfilled. He then heard the preaching of St. Ambrose of Milan, who opened up the sacred scriptures to him. He was captivated by what he heard and found what he had been looking for, God, who had been there waiting for him all along. This began his profound conversion to Christianity. He eventually received baptism and set about doing his life's work of preaching, writing, and teaching and sharing his love of God. We all have restless hearts that are made weary by any number of challenges we face, yes. such as the recent bomb threats to Howard's campus yes. and other HBCUs around the country. The violence that plagues our neighborhoods and communities, the inequities and injustices we experience in our society, yeah. and the political instability around the world, especially the vicious war in Ukraine. Yeah. Perhaps on a personal level, there may be dissatisfaction surrounding the choices we have made, yeah. seeking happiness in the wrong places or the stress of a failed relationship. Yep. Whatever it is, we can begin anew this Lent. As we prepare ourselves for the Lord's resurrection, to settle our restless hearts and return wholeheartedly back to God will require some effort on our part. Yes. Thankfully, as Christians have engaged in for centuries, the three traditional Lenten spiritual disciplines of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving help us enter more deeply into this season for each of these, Jesus counsels us in his Sermon on the Mount that we should not simply perform them 
as external observances. Instead, we should focus on the interior disposition of our heart, our whole heart, as God transforms us into a loving, generous, merciful heart like his. Yes. Lent is well known as a season of fasting. It is customary to make a sacrifice of something that we enjoy. Many folks give up things like sweets, technology, social media, or some unhealthy habit. We do this so our minds may focus more on God. Yes. And so the true desires of our hearts may emerge from making that sacrifice. Oh yes. We fast from whatever it is that has become dominant in our life. Yes. So that with God's grace, we can reorder our desires back to God and what he desires for us. We know from the words of St. Augustine that it is God and God alone yep. who can satisfy the deepest longings of the heart. Oh, yes. When we speak of the practice of almsgiving during Lent, this is our opportunity to support charitable works and give to the poor. Almsgiving gets us out of ourselves and helps us to focus on the needs of others through service. Many students on campus have just returned from alternate spring break where they have visited numerous sites around the country, advocating on a number of issues that affect different communities yes. and giving back in service to those in need. Howard has a long tradition of forming servant leaders who make a significant contributions to their community and country. Yes. As college students, I recognize that you may not have very much money. Nevertheless, God has blessed all of us in some way. Yes. And because of that, all of us have something to give yes. and we can all serve. Consider giving your time to a friend in need oh, yes. or giving your attention to someone you encounter on the street. Yes. Perhaps you can extend some compassion to a person who simply needs a listening ear. Yes. There are so many ways to give and to serve, oh, yes. which is ultimately an expression of our love the love that the Father showers upon each of us with each and every day. Yes. I encourage you in these next several weeks leading up to Easter to incorporate these practices as part of your daily schedule. My sisters and brothers, at the beginning of this Lenten pilgrimage, we enter into the desert as Christ did. In the desert, we can draw closer to God because without distraction, we can focus our minds on him. Yes. Lent gives us the opportunity to work on our relationship with God as we give the Lord our time and attention. He fills us with his mercy and love yes. as we confront the shortcomings, failings, personal sins, and all the ways that we have moved away from communion with God. Yes. Some of you may even be in a desert right now having experienced a tragic loss, still dealing with the challenges of the pandemic, students who are overwhelmed by academic and social pressures, yes. and others who are simply weighed down by the burdens of life. Yeah. Wherever you may be, yeah. we turn our hearts back to the Lord for his grace, his light, and his healing. 
with the spiritual tools of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving proper to this season, along with the other spiritual disciplines we make. Our prayer is that those deepest desires of our heart may be reoriented towards God, yes. who has made us for himself. God gives us our identity as his beloved daughters and sons. In the victory of Jesus Christ over sin and death, we find our purpose and the strength to overcome the sufferings in this life. We enter this holy season now to prepare our hearts as we look to celebrate with expectation the glorious resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Yes. May God's blessing be upon you all this Lent. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay, so I picked this up from uh, WHUR 96.3, uh, Howard University's Rankin Memorial Chapel. And they, they captured or the, uh, their guest that explained this Lenten season was uh, Catholic Cardinal Gregory. That's the name I caught. He said his name is Cardinal Gregory. So I caught that from Howard University's Rankin Memorial Chapel. Church. Oh yeah, yeah. We learned about the Lent season, and he explained it really good. Yeah, yeah. He's one of God's angels. It's good to go, go, go. Yeah, it's good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go I said it's good to go, good to go, good to go Don't you know my love for you is good to go My love for you is always true And I give my heart to you And that is good to go It's good to go, good to go, good to go Don't you know my love for you
All God's children are good to go So let's give God the floor Yes, it's good to go, good to go Ask forgiveness and pray that is so Good to go Cause the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want and that's so Good to go It's good to go, good to go All God's children are good to go 